0: Use promo code MADNESS50. That's MADNESS50 to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. This
1: is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. In this weekly show, the Husker Online team will give you the latest insight on Husker football, basketball, baseball, and, of course, recruiting. Now, here's your host, Husker Online publisher, Sean Callahan.
0: Hello here and welcome again to another edition of the Husker Online Show. Happy 4th of July weekend. I know a lot of people taking some time off, celebrating the holiday Monday, but a lot of long extended weekends. Hopefully we're helping you get to where you're going in your car uh, here over this holiday weekend. And everybody has a happy, safe 4th of July Hard to believe we are less than 60 days away now from kickoff for Nebraska and Dublin, Ireland against Northwestern. Um, we are less than a month away from the start of fall camp in August. Where did summer go? Uh, but some big news to get to off the field for Nebraska. First and foremost, Nuri Nuweli over the weekend announced that he failed an NCAA test and he is ruled ineligible now. Uh, for the entire season and he didn't get into the specifics of what he failed the test for but uh, it's a pretty cut and dry rule if you fail one of these tests um, that the NCAA randomly can administer uh, you're out for the year I mean there is an appeal process involved Um, young man's made an accident a mistake and um, it backfired on you know it's a tough situation uh, but there is no wiggle room uh, with something like this I was told it's the first time in about two and a half years, the NCAA has conducted random testing like this because of COVID and other factors. Um, so kind of came up and uh, w- was a bad situation. Now, I think it was known, though, for a few months, and the program became public last weekend. Leave some big questions now with this Husker offensive line in what direction they decide to go. I think Turner Corcoran's the wild card. Do you want him at right tackle or left guard or even center? Um, right now, it wouldn't surprise me if he is the left guard. We'll see where that goes. Um, a lot depends on Bryce Benhart, if he's good enough to be the right tackle and can lock that down. And then you know, the other conversation would be guys like Ethan Piper and Kevin Williams and Henry Latoski and Brock Bando, what they want to do with those guard positions. Um, today, Trent Hickson's the center. Your right guard would be Brock Bando. Latoski's battling there. I think we can all agree that Henry um, or Teddy Prohaska is the left tackle. So there are some decisions that will have to be made with how they retool this offensive line and what they do, I think, really with Turner Corcoran. That's the big discussion. Now, in recruiting, Nebraska picked up another commitment this time from Maverick Noonan of Elkhorn South. Not a real big surprise here, Husker Legacy. And we're going to hear from Maverick later in the show. He joins me in the next segment. Uh, t- talking more about his commitment visited Stanford came back from Palo Alto uh, let the Husker staff know officially announced his decision uh, this past Friday so Maverick Noonan in the boat he is the fifth in-state recruit to commit to the Huskers all um, altogether Nebraska's made eight offers um, they they've missed out on uh, a couple of guys in state wise um, but we'll see kind of where this goes. Um, Malachi Coleman is the only one left uh, they have not offered or that they have not landed yet. I guess technically they didn't offer Zane Flores. He's going to Oklahoma State. And and then the the kid from Fremont Bergen, uh, Caden McIntyre, is going to Oklahoma. Um, Benny Nagoy technically has a Nebraska offer, um, but it's not a non-committable offer. They, they kind of didn't really recruit him after the offer. So they've had a very good year in state wise. I think if they can get Malachi Coleman with Maverick Noonan and you'll hear from Maverick talking about that, I think they're pretty confident about getting Malachi. So we'll see where that goes. Keep your eyes now on linebacker Dylan Rogers out of Texas and then Georgia wide receiver, Barry Jackson. I think those are the other two guys that could commit or have Nebraska's got a great chance um, to, to lock up. We are now in to the dead period Uh, for Nebraska and everywhere in college football. What that means is schools can no longer host prospects on campus. Uh, The official slash unofficial visits are done until the final week of July. Then there's one more week in there where you can bring visitors on campus. You know, you might see a couple more kids come in, but a lot of guys will be rolling into practice. Nebraska will be in the fall camp at that point, Uh, but they're in a good position. I mean, I, I think Nebraska can be close to 15 commits, Um, by the time the season starts and that's a really good spot to be in uh, because of the numbers and where they're at Uh, obviously there's a couple needs they still want to address um, in this class but I think they're in a very good spot especially if they could get Malachi Coleman, Dylan Rogers, Barry Jackson that would put them right at 14 Um, and there's some other names that could emerge there that were on campus as well. Once again, you're listening here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan here, bringing you home on this July 4th weekend. It's also the one year anniversary of name, image, likeness (NIL). Uh, The game of college football has changed unlike ever before with this rule, and you know I think we anticipated it would. I think it's changed even more than we realized, and it's funny when you think about a year ago how NIL launched. I think. For about a month, it was what we thought it would be. It was players doing fun podcasts, you know, guys doing tweets uh, that were sponsored, you know, really, really simple grassroots organic nil. Um, but as we know, nil has become much more sophisticated, um, you know, in a lot of ways a pay for play model um, across the board. I know it's not supposed to be, but I think we can all agree that's what it's become. I mean, you hear stories of. Eight million dollar packages being put out there for top level quarterbacks, um, you know, by different collectives and things like that. Um, so it it has really changed the game, and it's not going away. I just don't know how it can at this point because of the different state laws involved. I mean, it would take Congress or Senate to get involved and pass something um, to change things going forward, and I just don't know if that's going to happen. So. Uh, NIL is here. It's here to stay. Nebraska has done a very good job though over this year. I think they've really built a good infrastructure. It's played a big factor. I mean, they landed 15 transfers from the transfer portal and it continues to, I think, impact them in recruiting and how they do things. And they do a very good job. And I read this about Michigan State this past week. Uh, Michigan State involves over 100 players in their NIL operation. And Nebraska is pretty much the same way. Um, you know, I've been able to do a lot of NIL interviews this summer over the month of June uh, with every major position group. And those interviews run deep. It's not just this couple top two or three players. It's all the way down to walk-on players at position groups. So I commend Nebraska in the sense of how NIL has been operated here. Um, a lot more guys are getting some opportunities um, with different NIL moving forward. Um, Moving on now into the show today, um, we are going to hear from, as I mentioned, Maverick Noonan, uh, Nebraska's latest commitment, from Elkhorn South, son of Husker great Danny Noonan. Then I'm going to hear from a couple of true freshman players on the Husker team. Richard Torres will join me, the quarterback out of San Antonio, and then A.J. Allen, the running back out of Louisiana. Both players will join me as guests in studio. Uh, great interviews. Great to hear from all of them. You'll hear from Richard coming off his knee injury last year. AJ Allen as one of the late additions that Brian Applewhite brought in. and Obviously, Maverick will share his story, uh, why he picked Nebraska and, and what's next for him going forward and then i will close the show i'll take your questions in the mailbag that's all next here on this fourth of july holiday weekend edition of the husker online show hey us cellular customers i've got good news so don't hit skip forward just yet i'm talking about their special customer event us days Hi, Sean Callahan with the Husker Online Show. So what are us days? It means exclusive offers just for their customers, just to say thanks, like up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. I didn't misread that. That's up to $1,200 off, and they must really like you all. Us stays at U.S. Cellular, exclusive offers just for you, just to say thanks. Right now, U.S. Cellular customers get up to $1,200 to upgrade to any new phone. Terms apply.
1: This is HuskerOnline.com. Your authority on Nebraska athletics.
0: And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan here taking you home on this 4th of July holiday weekend. As I said, we got a jam-packed show. Uh, later on, I'll be joined by quarterback Richard Torres on the program, among others. But I uh, told you off the top, um, it's busy for Nebraska in terms of new recruits, new commits. Uh, they picked up a pretty big one um, this past weekend uh, on Friday from Elkhorn South's Maverick Noonan, Husker Legacy. Maverick, first of all, congratulations. I'm sure it's a relief to th- just be at this point now with your recruiting process.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's a relief. I just get a, to get a focus more on my uh, my football team here at Elkhorn South and, and making it down to Lincoln. But, yeah, it's it's been a great recruiting process. I'm just glad it's all over.
0: When you look at it, I mean, obviously there are several reasons why you probably picked Nebraska. But thinking about it now, what were – Kind of the What was the moment in the process where you're like, yep, I'm going to go to Nebraska, but I, obviously I want to just cross off a few more T's and dot a few more I's before I make that decision official?
2: Yeah, so to be honest, Nebraska is pretty much in the lead. Uh, they're the first team that offered me, so I mean, they're
0: pretty much in the lead the
2: whole time, but uh, I mean, I just wanted to confirm that in my mind. Um, the only way I felt like I could do that was going on these official visits and Really, just looking around, comparing the schools, and I felt Nebraska was was the best for me. I had the I had the best football, best fans, and a bunch of other things. So, I mean, that's why I picked him in the end. Well, growing After I got up, done with my official visit, I I felt like it was it was time to commit.
0: Yeah, growing up as the son of a Husker legend, uh, Danny Noonan. How much did, did you guys talk about Nebraska growing up as a kid? I mean, or was it something that you know what you you guys didn't talk? I'm mean, I'm curious, like just growing up, what was life like for you being the son of a, a well known Husker?
2: Oh, uh, I mean it wasn't too much different. I mean he didn't really have any uh influence on my decision at all. He just he kinda helped me help me work through it. But um I mean he's a great dad, so <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I said, it didn't really have any uh it influenced my decision
0: can you take him in a weight room yet or has he still got a, a pretty big edge in that department
2: uh, we're pretty close I mean I've definitely got him in the lower body but <laughs> we're pretty close we, work, we, we we work out together in the, uh, in the off season, so I'm gonna uh, wait yeah, still goes hard too so
0: I'm going wager to guess give it about one full year at Nebraska and you, you might have a, a, a lead in, in, in that in that department
2: right
0: he's getting too old too so he would probably fire back though when you're in your 50s um you you know look look at him compared to other 50 year old dads so he's he's doing something right yep but um you know talking back with nebraska mike dawson too uh, i know he developed a great relationship with you over the process speak on mike dawson and, and just what he meant in the big picture of your recruiting process
2: yeah, I mean, I've I've gotten to know him over the past you know year or so, um, but I think he's a really good coach, really knowledgeable. Uh, I feel like he he'd be able to develop me, get me ready for the next level, and uh, I mean that was that was one of the reasons I committed. I thought the coaches were great, Coach Shenander's Andrews, great, Coach Frost. Um, so I really just loved all those coaches too. So,
0: and you'll graduate early, um, so I'm sure that sure. was. Yeah. Um, that was a big part for you to get your um, decision done now i mean how how important was it to kind of wrap this process off so you can you, you can focus on your senior season
2: i mean yeah it's just it's just nice to get it done and over with so you know we got, i can focus on summer lifting I can, I can get a routine going for that and uh, just focus on the next school year and and uh, get it done with Horn south so it's just good to have it over with
0: how Nebraska talk about how they want to use you? I mean, what was the description of how they want to utilize you on the field?
2: Um, I'd probably say the easiest description is just playing that that Garrett Nelson type player, uh, setting the edge and getting after the quarterback is really what they they want
0: me to do down there. We're talking here with 2023 Nebraska recruit Maverick Noonan, son of former Husker Danny Noonan, Elkhorn South product, edge rusher. Uh, Maverick is the fifth in-state recruit to join the Huskers recruiting class and, you know, that group of you guys, um, it seems like a lot of you guys have gotten to know each other. Uh, how much have you talked to the other in-state guys and other members of the recruiting class since you've committed?
2: Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, uh, I've talked with a lot of guys like Gunner, uh, Malachi, well, not yet, but you know, he will commit soon, <laughs> hopefully. Um, but uh, like Brock, I I got to know those guys, and we did team camp down at, in Nebraska a couple of weeks ago. Got to know Sam better. Went against him a few times, but I mean they're all great guys. Uh, it, it'll be fun playing with them
0: for the next for the next years. So are you guys working on Malachi Coleman? I mean, between you and Gunnar and trying. Some, yeah, we're trying. Yeah, what uh, what's it gonna take? He, um, I mean, obviously, it feels like Nebraska wants him the most of anybody on him right now. Um, but you know he's gonna, he, he's pretty adamant on waiting till December, so I'm sure it's going to be a battle.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it'll come around
0: though. I'm sure it will. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about Elkhorn South this year. Uh, what are you What are you thinking for your team? I mean, you guys have been so close the last two years. It's going to be a really yeah. really tough year again, though, in Class A. I believe you guys beat you beat Gretna last year in a regular season game. So you, you yeah. you've beaten the best. You've been to a championship game. What's it going to take to get Elkhorn South over the hump in 2022?
2: I mean, yeah, we're just uh, – we've got a lot of great players coming back. Guys like Noah Bustard, uh, um, Cole Ballard, um, Carson Rahner is going to be a quarterback. is going to be great next year. Ashton Murphy, uh, Henry. So, I mean, I mean, I think our defense will be great next year um, along with our offense. But, uh, you know, just – just getting over that hump is what we have to do, and we'll get that. We've been working hard in the off season, so I'm pretty confident for next year, for sure.
0: Out of curiosity, can you play any offense, or will you just strictly focus on defense?
2: No, so I, I just like last year, I'll start both ways. I play right tackle, um, and so, yeah, just
0: to help out the team some more. But I figured you'd be asking for that tight end jersey to try to get a few balls thrown your way. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's true. Henry's took that away from me, so... <laughs>
0: Yeah, Teddy. You know Teddy Prochaska. He got to play some tight end snaps, but he's quickly uh, grown back into that left tackle spot. But do you talk? Yep. To, do you talk to Teddy much too um, with the Elkhorn South connection?
2: Yeah, he was my uh, he was my host on my OB, so I got to talk to him. That
0: you got to ask Elliot Brown, your other former teammate, if he's going to let you be in one of his TikToks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time because. Those, tic- those TikToks <laughs> or something else. I don't envision Maverick Noonan being involved in Elliot Brown, TikTok yeah. dance video.
2: Yeah. I'm not too much of a TikToker.
0: So <laughs> are you not much of like social media wise? Are you, do you get on that stuff or, I mean, you had to kind of use it for recruiting, I'm sure to communicate, but is that something now that recruiting's done, you'll just kind of casually look at social media instead of having to look at it every day?
2: Uh, I still look at it, but I'm probably not going to be posting every day or, like Instagram will post like once every, you know, four months or something, some random, really random times. But you know, I, mean, I don't really care too much about social media, especially it's just, posting.
0: It's all about winning a championship now. I mean, and when you talk about developing your body, how big does Nebraska think you're going to get as a player? Like what's their ideal weight for you two, three years into the program?
2: Um, They really haven't gave me a set number. Um I'm, I'm sure I'll, they'll be able to develop my my uh my body you know coach duval does a great job uh, especially with the nutrition guys and stuff so i'm not too worried about about that but
0: well good well any uh any fun fourth of july plans you a big fireworks guy this weekend maverick or <laughs> what's the, uh, the bit, yeah. plan doing yeah. on the
2: fourth some fireworks of course a few other things but you know, I don't I don't
0: really know. Definitely some fireworks though for sure. Well hey Maverick, congratulations on your commitment. Enjoy your fourth of July weekend celebrating with family. I'm sure you're gonna get a lot of hugs and um, yep. time with your family to celebrate the the commitment from this past week. Yep. All right. Well much more to come. Uh, we'll hear from quarterback Richard Torres next. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.
1: You're listening to HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
0: And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan here, as I told you off the top. We're going to be joined here in studio by freshman Nebraska quarterback Richie Torres. Is it? By the way, is it Richie or Richard? What, what do you prefer?
3: Uh, Richard Torres is fine.
0: So, you know, you're, you're kind of the un, one of the unknown guys in this quarterback room just because of the spring and coming off injury. Um you know, you did go through spring in a limited capability, but Richie, where are you at kind of in the big picture just coming off of injury and, and coming out of the spring?
3: I feel I'm uh, I'm actually 100% now. I feel a lot better than when I got here. Um, when I first got here, I was like, I want to say like 75%. But then as uh, training camps went on and workouts and everything, I just feel myself getting stronger every time. So I think I'm up there. I just got to compete for it and
0: learn the playbook, and I'll be all right. And you, you know you came here um, under a different quarterbacks coach, and, and you've had to learn a new system, a new quarterbacks coach. Right. Um, when you talk about just the adjustment, um, you know, kind of adapting to a different coach and a different room and a different system, what have been maybe some of the challenges of that for you?
3: Um, well, the thing was, uh, I wasn't here when Verdue was here, obviously, and so my connection with him wasn't very very deep because it was literally just over the phone type of thing because of so, covid too right yeah and it was not too much in person with him so when he left it, i'm not saying it wasn't emotional for me but i would say it was just a little
0: a little it's business yeah it's just business exactly like college football is a business we're talking here with true freshman nebraska quarterback richard torres san antonio native san antonio by the way uh another quarterback from there uh tommy armstrong from Sibalo. Yeah. it's, it's Ciballo, right? Sibalo. Uh, Cybalo. yeah uh, I think I would have that right. I covered him um, for his career. But Tommy is a coordinator here at Lincoln North Star now, coaching high school ball. I saw you talking to Tommy, I believe, at the uh, Friday Night Lights camp. Right? How close are you to Tommy Armstrong?
3: Uh, Tommy, man, me and him are real close now. Um, I want to say just about last week we've been just hitting it off, me, him, and then we have a close friend. We have a mutual friend, so that's how we really met. And ever since last year when Nebraska first offered me, that's when we first have been talking and then ever since then, it's just been, you know, cool, but you know, we've been hitting off. Um, we, I put in work with them on Tuesdays and Thursdays and, um, it's really good. Our connection is good. He understands me. I understand him. He's real cool.
0: You go over to the high school with him, or where do you work out with Tommy at?
3: Yeah, we go to the high school. We train with some of his quarterbacks that uh, come in and then some of his players, you know, from the high school team. And then I'll bring uh, Victor Jones out there with me. He's my roommate, so we go work out, too.
0: So what does Tommy, I mean, when you talk about things he helps you with, where does he help you the most um, as far as, you know, when you go work out with him?
3: Uh, I would say just the fundamentals of a quarterback as far as that. Like, um So when I was growing up, I wasn't really taught under, like, a a quarterback's coach. I kind of just winged it my whole life. You didn't have a guru. No, I did not. I did not have a paid trainer. I didn't have none of that. I just was just off the top of my what I knew and what I knew best, and I just worked at that. And so he kind of just helps me with um, polishing my uh, craft and all
0: that stuff, all that good stuff. Well, you've got something, though, a lot of guys don't have. That's arm talent. I mean, you can have all the gurus and all the coaching, but if you don't have the arm talent, uh, for you, I mean – has the arm talent always been there? Has it always been natural for you to throw or did that come as you grew older?
4: Um,
3: I, as a young age, uh, I was told I had a special arm and now coming into college and just working through it all, yeah, I think I have a pretty good arm. It makes up for a lot of, uh, like a lack of, um, I would say like fundamentals, you know, footwork, timing. So as the receiver's breaking out of his route, maybe I won't anticipate it, but I can get it
0: there just as fast. Talking here with Richie Torres, true freshman Nebraska quarterback. Um, did you play baseball? I mean, with an arm like that, did you grow up p- pitching or playing any baseball at all? Nah,
3: I never played baseball, and I kind of regret not playing.
0: Were you a basketball guy though too? Right? Yeah, it's just straight basketball, football. I got you, but I mean, you the program you grew up. Describe the program you played in because it it wasn't like a nationally known Texas high school program. I mean, how, did they have a very many Division one guys and your time there at the school
3: no actually um between the 21 and 22 class there was three of us that went division one we were the last the last guy to go division one from our school was probably like 40 50 years ago so it was wow yeah it was uh, a big thing when us three went pretty big and especially me
0: going to power five when you say San Antonio, like how close to you were you to like the heart of the city?
3: I was about twenty minutes out. Um, where I'm from, south side of San Antonio, it's more like its own community. We're not. We're San Antonio. We claim to be San Antonio, but it's just more of like we're on our own type of thing, and so like, we're kind of like the left out, the
0: the forgotten, and you know I embraced it. And just for you um was there a moment when you were a recruit or quarterback that kind of puts you on the map when you go back to the beginning of your process to get the division 1 offers was there a moment that kind of put you out there
1: mm,
3: I would say maybe my uh my sophomore year when going into my junior year the spring I probably put it together a pretty good like uh, camps and you know all that good stuff all the good film and so that really put me on the map put me on coaches radars but it wasn't until after my junior year, the performances out. Uh, they saw me on the film, and then seven on sevens I was doing.
0: So just was, some of the throws you were making on film. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Cause you. I mean, you could throw a football. What seventy yards close yeah, to it? Yeah. Yeah. Just about. I mean, when you stack your arm strength up to the other quarterbacks, I mean, how do you think you stack up to the guys that throw the football on this team right now?
3: Uh, I think I stack up pretty well. I have a really nice release. I have a quick touch. Like nice it's uh, it gets there and i just i would say they have the, the 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 footwork they have the footwork there they have the timing but i'm working on it of course
0: what when you talk about going into a room i'm sure that's different for you now too like i mean you you kind of were the guy for a few years in san antonio in high school now you've got chava purdy who came from florida state casey thompson who came from texas logan smothers who started a game at nebraska last year um, matt masker who's been here a really long time i mean What's it kind of like being one of the low men on the totem pole when you walk into a quarterback room and how have you kind of taken that on?
3: Um, I really try to learn from them. I know they've been here. They've been in the college you know, world for a while and so I take everything I can and learn from them but at the same time we're competing for a spot. And so I really, I try to just take it all in really and just go and make sure to have fun with it especially because that's football.
0: What's the best thing you've picked up just watching some of these other guys? probably just
3: the way they think about the game Um, like I said I did not really have a a quarterback guru that helped me through high school so you know learning from them is just it's really good
0: and now that guru for you is Tommy right (laughs) right exactly what now Tommy started at Nebraska he's been through the fishbowl the microscope the ups and the downs what does Tommy Armstrong tell you about being a Nebraska quarterback I mean, he tells me all the
3: good, of course, but then he mentions the bad. You know, there's always good and bad in everything, and he just says to keep level-headed and um, stay on top of everything, learn the playbook. These fans are going to be there always for
0: you, but there's going to be times where they're going to be on your ass about it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to big, big-time big college football. Right, exactly. <laughs> what, um, you know, Mark Whipple, too, that's that's a new name for you, but he comes with such a, a great background of coaching quarterbacks and football and calling plays. What has really impressed you just, learning and watching mark whipple
3: just probably the way he thinks he's just sometimes when he talks it's just like dang what you know what are you talking about i get sometimes confused but um yeah he really knows his stuff his his offense is phenomenal and i love it i just i just got to get it down and
0: once i get it down i think i'll be really good how much does he throw i mean i i think i've seen him pull out like some old tom brady cut-ups do you watch like any of those nfl cut-ups that he brought with him to lincoln
3: uh, I don't watch those. I mean, they're on the iPad, you know, they have it issued out to everybody. Um, I'll take peeks at them, but I'm really uh, focused on just the playbook we're
0: uh, learning right now. What excites you the most about the offense? When you look at kind of what they're doing, what's been installed, the players that are here now, big picture, what excites you the most?
3: What excites me is um, the players I'm with, you know, like not saying necessarily the ones and the twos, but more like the, the people from my class and just a class above getting the timing down with them, like I said, like with Victor, Dakotas, uh, Janarian, you know, just all those guys. we, I feel like we could be real special, and so I really try to get some work in
0: with them. Yeah, speak of that freshman group because I believe there's only 15 of you. I mean, it's a smaller number of right. true freshman scholarship guys that have come in because of the transfer portal and right. junior college guys. But how tight is that group of fifteen freshmen right now? Uh, we're pretty tight. We, you know, um,
3: we go play basketball outside, just outside the, <laughs> the, the the suites, and we'll play basketball. We'll play volleyball. We will throw the football. We'll do anything, you know. And then we have we have a group chat, so we'll go put some work
0: in and stuff too. Who's the best basketball player? It's me. You are. Yeah. What's yeah. the most points you've scored in a high school basketball game? I want to say like forty.
1: Four,
0: yeah. Wow. Yeah. Shooter? Or are you like a
3: slasher? Or uh, I really think I could just do it all. I could shoot, and then when they playing up, I just
0: take them hard right. I can't go left. I can't go left. I admit that. I'll admit well. that. I you just can't. gave up your whole scouting yeah. report. <laughs> Yep. You know, there was a time at Nebraska where the basketball team was short on players and two of uh, Brant, Brant Banks and then Noah Vedro is now the quarterback of Rutgers. They, they got called up to play with the Nebraska basketball team. Oh, wow. I mean, I would take that opportunity. And they got in the game. <laughs> they got in really late. They're playing Indiana. Oh, really? And like Nebraska was down, but the Indiana crowd actually applauded. Noah Vedro and Brant Banks because they respected the the moment and Banks got like a behind the back pass almost scored um, in a game <laughs> That's awesome. with his long hair and yeah. mustache and yeah. they got to keep the gear though that was the the big yeah. positive for those guys yeah. but so basketball was your other sport you are a three point shooter
3: uh I can shoot the, I, I could say I
0: can shoot the ball yeah wow you keep keeping those skills sharp yeah <laughs> well what um what's next now I mean you guys have really just a month left of summer workouts. Mm-hmm. Fall camp will start, you know, the last couple of days in July. Uh, then you go to Dublin, Ireland in, in, in late August. Um, right. what, what What's kind of next for Richie Torres? Um,
3: really for me is just keep grinding, to be honest with you. Just stay in the weight room when we have the workouts. And then after, uh, get the throws in with the guys, learn the playbook really – and then just communicate with everybody, just get everything down, really.
0: Have you taken on as a quarterback to be kind of a leader? I mean, I I heard you calling AJ. AJ's waiting here in the office. You're like, AJ, you were kind of directing him to get up to the office, get him up here. You went down to – I mean, do you feel like you've tried to take on some leadership in that freshman group already as a quarterback?
3: Yeah, I could say that. Yeah, like I like to hang out with them. I like to be real cool with them. Anytime I see them, go dab them up for sure. Um, Yeah, and we just, like I said, anytime we text each other, just go do something, put some work in, anything. We could just hang out
0: really well Richard uh, I'm glad that you've uh, adapted in here into your first year at Nebraska I know um, you've been here just for a semester and uh, working your way through your first summer but uh, it sounds like you're off to a promising start right thank you Yep. all right well thank you again to Richard Torres much more to come you're listening here to the Husker online show
1: This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
0: And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan here. It was great to hear from quarterback Richard Torres. Um, And pleased to be joined now by another member, another one of the 15 true freshmen on campus for Nebraska. Uh, Joined here in studio by freshman running back A.J. Allen. Louisiana native. um, Just working his way through his first month in Lincoln, Nebraska. I gotta ask you right off the bat how has the adjustment been? Just uh, moving to Lincoln from Louisiana and and being a college student?
4: Yeah, so far, I mean, it's, you know, when I first got here, it was kind of a struggle, you know, getting back and forth, you know. But now, you know, I'm adjusted so, you
0: know, I'm ready to go. How does Nebraska humidity compare to Louisiana humidity?
4: Oh, it's not even close. I mean, like I walk around with a hoodie on every day. People are like you're not hot. I mean, it's like y'all y'all ninety to hundred feel like eighty to me. I mean, you know, back in Louisiana is like it gets like one one twenty. Yeah. So this humidity
0: doesn't phase you at all. No, no, sir, not at all. What um so give us an idea. What are you doing? Like, what's the schedule like for a true freshman in his first month in Lincoln? Yeah, um,
4: I meet a lot with Coach Applewhite, White. You know, trying to get the plays down. You know, um, um, in the morning time, I live with the offense. So. You know, after that we go into indoor and the Hawks facility. You know, go over things you know that we should um, work on and stuff like that. I mean, after that, then I, like, I meet with Coach Applewhite. Then I just go to class every day, so you know everything's like a routine now. So
0: I'm adjusted. We're joined here in studio by freshman Nebraska running back AJ Allen. You mentioned Coach Brian Applewhite. You were originally committed to him at TCU. Um, he switched and went to Nebraska. Then you kind of followed him a month or two later to Lincoln. Um, Tell us more about Brian Applewhite. Why was he so big for you in this process? Yeah,
4: um, you know, me and Coach Applewhite, we both have a great relationship towards one another. You know, um, when he left TCU and, you know, wasn't nowhere, you know, he will still call me every day, you know, talk to me, make sure I'm um, all right and make sure things going good with my family. So, you know, once you have somebody like that in your life, you know, you can't beat that. So, yeah, when he got here, he talked to Coach Frost, you know. Coach Frost didn't even know who I was, you know. Then Coach Frost, he showed Coach Frost my film, and you know it went from there. And then I got the offer like maybe the next day he was here. So
0: we're joined here by AJ Applewhite, or <laughs> I just called you AJ Applewhite, <laughs> AJ Allen. Um, and what what does Coach Applewhite tell you? Just like what what are the things that he really liked about you, where he wanted you to be a part of things here at Nebraska?
4: Yes, yeah, sir. Um, he always said he wanted to coach me. He was gonna, he was saying he gonna coach me. So you know I bo- I like that what he said. You know um, you can't beat that. Like I said. Um, Working with him, you know, he preparing me for the next level. So,
0: what you look at that room? So much competition, so many guys battling. Um, how do you fit in right now? And, and and give us an idea how competitive that is day to oh day.
4: Well, yeah, sir. So we all, you know, working hard. Um, we still, you know, talk to one another every day. I mean, we we both know it's we all. I mean, we all know it's business here. So, you know, we all battling for that spot. So, I think it's a you know pretty good thing. So, we all working towards one another. You know, we still help each other. So. I think that's, that's a good thing for me.
0: What's the biggest thing you need to do to get yourself into that conversation to get those reps in August?
4: Um, I just got to, um, you know, keep doing what I'm doing every day, you know, being on time, everything, doing the
0: little things, you know, the little things um, add up. So, Yeah, the details. I mean, you hear that a lot about college, being a college athlete. Everyone's got the t- A lot of guys have the talent, not everybody. Every- a lot of guys have the, the ability physically and gifted athletically, but it's the little details, like you said. I mean, yes, how, how important is that? being on time and, and just being a mentally prepared you know, guy every day.
4: You know, people look at that, look at the little things you do, you know, they really know you want to be there when you do those little things, so you can't beat that at the end of the day.
0: We're joined here by running back A.J. Allen. Uh, Mickey Joseph, too, has been a big addition, Louisiana native originally as well. Tell me more about Mickey Joseph and kind of what he's been able to do to kind of bring more guys from Louisiana to Nebraska.
4: You know, you know, coming from Mickey, he um from Louisiana, too, so you know he bringing in those guys from Louisiana too, so I, I like that. You know, he's bringing the Louisiana coaches to Nebraska, and it's a big thing right there.
0: Are you? I mean, there's a lot of you guys. Yes, um, you got Decolus, you got Trey mm-hmm. Palmer, um, recent addition Kane Williams, the safety. Uh, I'm probably missing a couple more, but uh, how close are the Louisiana guys? Uh, Singleton, the safeties from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. How close are you
4: guys? Yeah, we all talk to each other every day. You know, we we like we saw each other. We didn't know like what we was from. You know, they asked me what Monroe was, but you know, coming with the recruits too. You know, they from Louisiana too, and they play a big part. of it. They come here too. So,
0: and I've seen some other Monroe high school kids mm-hmm. coming up here recently. Did you? Yes, sir. Did you play a factor in trying to get a few more kids oh, up yeah. here? Oh yeah,
4: I'm trying to get the offensive line for my school now.
0: Lance hurt. Yeah, they were they were up here for yes, um official the 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 camps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. You, are you working on that? You, yes, sir, I am. <laughs> were you the host? Um yeah, I hosted too. Matter of fact,
4: um the one from Car in the car, the um cornerback, and the guy from my school. So. Looking good? Yes sir, we're looking
0: real good. <laughs> All right, as we continue our conversation with running back A.J. Allen, um, you know, what, what what else jumps out to you? Just about being on a college football team, the day-to-day, the talent, uh, when you go through the workouts. I mean, what are some of the other things that really have jumped out to you?
4: <clears throat> I mean, you know, you have to come here and work every day. I mean, you can't slack. So, you know, this it's a business at the end of the day. So, I think you have to come here and, and be at your best every day, so.
0: Give me like one or two guys that you really watch and and model and say, like, I got a lot of respect for this guy at Nebraska, the way they go about it?
4: Yeah, um, I really look up to um, Trevor and um, Casey. You know, they both um, are role models at the end of the day. You know, they talk to each other every day and let everybody know what it is. So, yeah.
0: And do they do a lot of throwing with you guys? Yes, sir. What um? How, do you feel that competition too? I mean, obviously Casey had the leg up out of the spring, but do you sense competition? Do you feel that with that room right now?
4: Yes, sir. Everybody in the, um in each position room battling right now, so I think that's a good thing.
0: What uh, what are these quarterbacks? I mean, when you talk about them as players, I mean, what jumps out the way Chuba and Casey play?
4: Yeah, I mean, you know, they both. You know, I can't compare. You know, um, I really, I'm not that type. Yeah, I mean, those two, they they both great players. So, you know. They battling, you know, to see who was what. I mean, at the end of the day, they
0: both role models. So, for you as a running back, um, can you are you an all purpose guy? I mean, do you anticipate to be battling for return jobs and even you can catch the ball to the backfield? I mean, yes, describe sir. describe what you do well.
4: Yes, sir, I mean, I think I can really do any anything at the running back level. Like you know, for as like I compare my games like Reggie Bush. You know, mm-hmm. I like for as that like like I'm all around type guy. Yeah. Like, I, I like special teams, too, so I'll try to get back on kick return. You know, I'll battle for that position, too. I mean.
0: Nebraska yeah. hasn't had a good kick return in a while. I mean, I, and it, it seems like there's a lot of you guys that they've brought in that, that yes, can sir. add to that. I mean, Trey Palmer is one of those guys, too. I mean, mm-hmm. so are you hoping you get a, a shot at it yes, in, sir. in camp? Have they told you you'll get one? Yes, sir. We were talking to Richie Torres, too, earlier um, about playing basketball. You play basketball
4: with Richie and those guys? Um, Yeah, we go out there on summer nights. Nice. We go out there and shoot around. He think he shoot
0: better than me, but nah, he don't. Did you hear what he said? He scored 40 in a yeah, high school I game. 40. I don't know. I, I'm going to check the tape on that competition. Uh, that's true. <laughs> he said it's tough. Give it hard. Were you a basketball What other sports did you play? Yes, um, I, I kind of ran track some, and then I played
4: basketball. I stopped playing basketball my sophomore year just to focus on football, but mainly I worked out with track, you
0: know, just to get better every day, so – were you just hundred or did you do two hundred too? I just
4: did the hundred. I'm not a two hundred guy.
0: <laughs> you were, yeah. that's a little bit more than you want to run. Or uh, as far as weight goes, size wise, strength wise, weight room. What do they tell you? Like like, hey, your body's here, but we want you here. Like, what do they tell you about that when you got here? I
4: mean, they didn't say nothing about gaining weight or nothing like that. I mean, you know, I'm just getting strong up a body. That's all. I mean, that's what they mainly say. Just get stronger
0: up a body. I mean, for as that, I got the weight so what's been when you talk about the weight program and going in the weight room with some of the veteran guys i mean what's like the most eye-opening thing when you see some of those linemen and other guys and they're getting after yes, it yes sir
4: i mainly i give a shout out to the line mainly they, they work every day like hard every day like i see them in a the weight room like twice a day so they like this something i never saw like for his line like being in the weight room and doing like outside work like i respect it from the offensive line like they working harder than me i see like they they outside they they in weight room like twice a day so that's a, that's a major part right there.
0: Have you seen like the dudes put like eight plates on and they yes, squat? Sir. I mean, like <laughs> did you? I mean, like coming out of the high school ranks, like you probably never saw anything like that, no, right? No sir. What what was your reaction when they're like, and you're, we're going to get you to this level someday too? I mean, what yeah. what? I mean, how do you get there? What what? I mean, was that intimidating to kind of see guys getting after it that way in the way? I mean,
4: room? you know, it's it's called working hard every day. You know, coming in, you know, you know you have a job to do so. I mean, as working hard,
0: you know, that's what I like to see, so. Well, A.J., uh, appreciate you taking the time to come up here. I know you're in the middle of your first um, semester, first month, really, in Lincoln, and I hope you're uh, adapting to life in Nebraska. Yes, sir. All right, well, appreciate A.J. Allen joining us here. Uh, Much more to come. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.
1: This is HuskerOnline.com,
0: your authority on Nebraska athletics. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show, final segment of the show. Sean Callahan here uh, as this segment is brought to you by our newest sponsor of the show, Restore Hyper Wellness, located in the Wilderness Hills Shopping Center. They are now open, ready to help you feel your best. And they offer a ton of great services. I've been in there already and tried the whole body cryotherapy. If you have not tried that, it is um, the ultimate, ultimate rehab thing. When you get done working out, you just feel so much better. You go into these chambers uh, that are minus 160 degrees Fahrenheit, and you stand in there for about three minutes, and you're you're obviously bundled up, and you you have proper protection on when you get in there. But after you're done, it's an unbelievable feeling. Uh, went through there did that for the first time of a c- couple of weeks ago um, to my knowledge are the only place in Lincoln that offers this there's a lot of athletes that are going to take advantage of this are just a lot of people that want to feel better they also have a lot of other things an infrared sauna red light therapy compression paired with our medical services including an IV drip therapy I was able to get one of those done as well and uh, had never had that before and Um, You just feel so much better with all the different options they offer. So get on in to the Restore Hyper Wellness um, Clinic located in the Wilderness Hill Shopping Center, right next to Orange Theory, right across from Tanner's, brand new, brand new to Lincoln. And I promise you, you will love everything they have to offer uh, with Restore Hyper Wellness. Well, let's get into the mailbag. Lots of questions this week. Got our first question here from Faux Frost. Wants to know, with Nuri Nuelli uh, out for the year, should we be a bit worried about the O-line? Yes, obviously. I, I still think in general the offensive line is something to worry about when you look at this football team. We know how important it is for Nebraska moving forward. Uh, to get things kind of short up on the O line, I think the big question is Turner Corcoran. Where do you put him, and what does this line look like? Where Turner Corcoran's at, whether it's tackle, whether it's guard, maybe you're in center, but probably left guard or right tackle uh, for Turner Corcoran, and then you go from there. All right, next question is from Colby Honky. Does a six and seven record keep Frost from being fired? Um, you know, I, I would say no. I mean, yeah, no. Uh, I think he's got to do better than that. I really do. Seven losses would be a disappointment. Look, the, the Vegas over under seven and a half right now. So they're they're saying on a 12-game schedule, Nebraska's either going to win seven or they're going to win eight. I think they need to be in that area. I, th- I really think they need to be about seven or eight to really feel good about this year. Remember, Nebraska will be a double-digit favorite in their first three games before they play Oklahoma and Lincoln. After their trip to Ireland, they do not go on the road to almost mid-October when they play at Rutgers. So they've got an unbelievable schedule to build momentum. If they can win in Dublin, Ireland, uh, they're going to be at home for a long time afterwards. And, and there's going to be a lot of ex- excitement, positive momentum, and that is just as important as anything. These players need to feel the support of the fan base, the the belief, and that's been gone. When Nebraska loses early in the year, like they did to Illinois, that belief is gone. The negativity gets ratcheted up, and they cannot afford to get in that position early in the year this year, especially with the schedule they've been given from the Big Ten. All right, next question from Big Daddy Sports Capper. Are we going to be above 500? Simple yes or no. I'm going to say yes. I think Nebraska wins at least seven. I think eight eight can happen. Um, I, I think if they can win in Ireland, eight's very possible and should happen. So I do believe Nebraska goes to a bowl this year, and I do believe they finish above 500. All right, next question from Grant over under. The number of running backs with a greater individual sorry, let me repeat that again. Over under, the number of running backs with a greater individual rushing yard total greater than Casey Thompson's total rushing yards. The line is three and a half. Whew. I'll say under. Um, I think you'll get three in there um, for sure. Four is a lot. Um I, I just, you know, it depends how the season breaks, but we don't know about Gabe Bourbon. We don't know where Jock is fits into it I think Ramir Johnson's gonna have a role and I think Anthony Grant's gonna really come out of this thing uh, when it's all said and done Sauer Husker has a question is this the year Nebraska beats Purdue as we know that hasn't happened um, for Nebraska since 2020 I mean they lost to him last year they beat him in 2020 in West Lafayette I think it's possible Purdue was down a lot of guys they haven't had I mean David Bell Rondell Moore Um, George Karloftis, those were frontline NFL players that are no longer there. Yes, they have Aiden O'Connell, and they have Jeff Brom, but I do think Nebraska can win that game in West Lafayette. It is not a tough place to play a football game. It is not a daunting atmosphere. If Nebraska is at all competitive record-wise, they will have a lot of fans that make that trip into West Lafayette. It's a very, very easy ticket to get. Uh, next question is from Ben Davis said, not really a question, but would love to hear some recruiting stories from the past. Well, that's a broad question, Ben, um, man, trying to think where I can go with this one. Um, because there's a lot of different angles you could go, uh, with, with everything, but you know, John Blake, when I think about recruiting early on, just some of the things that he did to kind of get Nebraska players here in that Oh five class and, you know, people can bag on Bill Callahan in that era, but that 05 class delivered two Big 12 players of the year, Zach Taylor and Adamic and Sue. It it delivered a lot of players that laid the foundation for Bo Pelini to have a chance to win three Big 12 championships and three Big 12 championship games. Um, eventually down the road, uh, when you kind of look at w- the players that were brought in, not only in 05, but 06 and 07, Uh, those three recruiting classes that Bill Callahan fully recruited. So um, I I look at that little era, but John Blake, when he was here, the impact that he made in recruiting, um, it's hard to think of very many assistant coaches in one year that brought in Ndamukong Sue, Barry Turner, Phillip Dillard, Marlon Lucky, and then even the defensive linemen he brought in that year, guys like Barry Cryer and Dagan Duro. Those were serviceable, solid pickups from the JUCO ranks. Um, So that's one. But, yeah, if you can go more specific, I can definitely go in a better direction there for you. Come back next week with one, and I'll definitely come at it even uh, more specific if you want a story from the past. Next question is from Jonathan Baker. Sean, if you were a football coach, which I'm not, uh, which position group would you be coaching, or do you think you would purely enjoy coaching the most? Look, I'm not a coach. Or okay, follow up to that. By the way, Jonathan says, or or better yet, you're the head coach. Assemble your coaching staff with media members. And what groups are you going to? uh, What what group? What groups are you making them coach? That sounds fun, huh? Well, we'd be in a lot of trouble if the media was coaching uh, football at Nebraska. But I would never look at myself as a coach uh, because I don't want to act like I'm an X's and O guy. I I can evaluate talent. Um, You know, I've been around recruiting and the relationship side of this business for over 20 years, I would see myself more kind of in a behind-the-scenes operational role. role. Um, I couldn't imagine myself being a position coach, um, somebody that specifically coaches a position. I know I took an easy way out there, Jonathan, but I'm not going to go there uh, because even if the media um, – I don't even know if we could assemble a staff of media members to coach Nebraska because um, I don't know how many of the media members even played football. I played high school football, um, but – obviously nowhere near the level it takes um, to to be a coach or player at the level Nebraska is at. Well, um, that wraps it up here for this week's edition of the Husker Online Show. I hope everybody has a safe, happy 4th of July weekend. Thanks again to Richard Torres, A.J. Allen, and Maverick Noonan for joining me here on the show. Also, a reminder, if you want to go out and see um, a great Husker event, Make sure you go out to Tanner Sports Bar on July eighteenth. I'm going to be a part of that event. So is 93.7 The ticket, our Lincoln affiliate, uh, but we're going to have Husker coaches out there, and we're going to have a uh, we're going to have three players as part of it: um, O'Shawn Mathis, Garrett Nelson, and Trey Palmer. Um, it's going to be a great, great night. Uh, they've got a ticket price right now that includes a Wagyu steak, all you can drink from the bar, the entire event, appetizers, everything included. Get out and out to Tanner's on July 18th. We've got the information on all of our social media pages and also on Tanner's uh, to get tickets for that event.
1: Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.